Hello, everyone, and welcome back into Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We have a fantastic new episode in store for you. And for today's episode, we are heading back to one of the best venues here in New York City. We're off to the tank. And for this show, we are joined today by the actress and producer Imogen Finlayson and the director and producer Siobhan Carroll. They're here to talk to us about Next Minute Productions' presentation of Friends and Lovers and Others, which is playing December 6th through the 10th at The Tank. Tickets and more information are available at thetanknyc.org. This is a very exciting new work, and we are so excited to be sharing it with you and to be learning more about it. So let us go ahead and welcome on our guest today, Imogen Siobhan. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Very excited. Thank you both so much for joining me. As we were talking before we started, thank you for joining me last second. We had a a, a kind of a cancellation. We were able to get you in here. And I'm so happy because you have this great new show, Friends and Lovers and Others. And I'm so excited to, to learn more about it. So Imogen, if I could start first with you, can you tell us a little bit about this show? Yeah, so Friends, Lovers and Others is, well, we have a bit of more of a pitch normally, but it's a queer show. Most of the characters in it are queer. It's post-pandemic, which sounds always a bit scary, but it's quite fun in the sense that it's that time where you start coming back together and we're rediscovering what intimacy is, whether it's, you know, people we were dating or people that were friends and trying to discover that sort of awkward weird can we touch can we talk after so long of isolation and just watching how kind of people come together or they fall apart which as we know it was a very massive thing happening during the pandemic but also it's really fun and it's really silly and you can kind of see yourself in it in a way that is terrifying and wonderful at the same time that sounds fantastic nonetheless i mean what a real story though so shabon i want to ask you as the director and producer as well how did you come upon this work oh a fun question for me i am lucky to be the person who came upon this work i i went to school with the playwright in in undergrad and over our pandemic that happened in our world. So I think a fun thing to acknowledge about this play is that, you know, if you if you read kind of the title page, it says like time and setting, a very, very long quarantine. So, you know, it's, it's a quarantine and a pandemic, not necessarily ours, but of course it is ours. But over the, the quarantine and pandemic that happened in our universe, the playwright and I were working together on a different, like very chaotic web series. And he was generous enough to share this script with me after it and to invite me to be a part of a reading of it. And since then, it's been on my mind, like every time, every time the pandemic has had ripples in this world and like we have another surge and we have another like, oh, now we're coming out of it again. I've kind of messaged him and been like, now's the time, do, do your play. And this this time it finally happened. I love that. Well, Imogen, going back to you, we are coming up on opening. What has it been like developing the show? You were the, you're one of the actresses in the show. What has it been like, you know, getting it up, up on its feet and developing the work? Well, it's been really exciting in the sense that 
I haven't actually produced a show before. We've done several short films, but this is my first time in theatre, despite having been in theatre for most of my life. So it's been a, a very different angle because almost like, you know, when you start to play normally as an actress, you just kind of walk into the room and you're like, oh, it's starting. But I didn't never really think, but for the producers, this has been going on for months. This is just like our next stage. So it's been very creative. It's been able to, it's been fun how much Yvonne kind of works with us and kind of creates a lot of space to suggest things. And the text itself allows a lot of space to try wonderfully weird stuff. And what I like about Yvonne is she throws weird ideas at at us, which seem weird at the time, but when you do them, it's oddly sort of real to life because humans are totally ridiculous. And it's been interesting seeing it take off and become its own sort of animal in a way. And it's quite segmented, the script, in the sense that all the stories intertwine, but we have sections with different characters. So I spend most of my time with two particular characters and you get to watch them slowly develop. And then we've been putting this play together and trying to find a new dynamic between all the cast, but it's been very abstract. We've had a very abstract process and it's been very fun which has been lovely with some great people. Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. Siobhan, I want to ask you that same question because you're also the director of this. And I loved your insight about knowing the playwright and how that all fit into modern times. So what has it been like developing this play? It's been an absolute whirlwind. Imogen spoke very accurately to the fact that yeah, I also come to the theater first and foremost as an actor and that I'm usually entering the rehearsal room from her perspective. And, you know, we we knew what to expect in the abstract after developing these short films, but I, I think being so much closer to the theater, like in my history and then in our shared history, there was a like sort of in a strange way more to learn than learning about film where we expected to learn all new things. Here, we like discovered things that we didn't know didn't exist. And we were like, how do we not know that? We've been doing this for like 15 years. So that's been really interesting. To speak to all of the very kind things that Imogen just said, it's been absolutely amazing watching actors as, as a director. I mean, all those moments of like, suggesting something weird and cool to do, it really comes from watching them run the scene you know they're like doing something tiny with their pinky or they're like leaning in a certain direction so it's not like coming up with ideas off the fly it's like kind of observing their amazing work and then and then being like i think i think what you're suggesting that you might do is this and we like blow it up into something much bigger and much more theatrical and and hopefully exciting to watch on stage oh that's so lovely Sticking with you, Siobhan, for this next question, is there a message or a thought you're hoping the audiences take away from friends and lovers and others? There definitely is. We talked a lot about this a little bit before this call, and we noticed that we were both really focusing on kind of the lingering loneliness that's been left by the pandemic. And this is like, we should say first and foremost, this is kind of like a pretty upbeat comedic play. It, you know, it hopefully it tugs at your heartstrings a little bit, but we're not really inviting people into what will be like a deep, slow, sad, spiraling contemplation of the pandemic. We're hopefully, hopefully inviting them into something that lets them laugh at it a little bit. 
but I would love audiences to come and to, to leave feeling a little less lonely. I would love them to look at the like, what, what we as a company have discussed being kind of absurd actions and absurd interactions between human beings, but that when I watch with an outside eye as a director, are actually quite recognizable. I'd like people to be able to, to laugh at those a little bit and to feel a little sympathy for themselves and others as they find themselves in those positions day to day. And I, I think that's what I'd like people to leave with. Very cool. I love that idea. Imogen, what about you? What, what, what message or thought do you hope that you're, you're reaching the audience with? I think it's that same sort of thing about talking about loneliness, but what I really thought about when I first saw this play is it felt like, as we were talking earlier, the pandemic ended and then we were expected to just jump back into life as if nothing happened. And all of a sudden we're dealing with economic crisis. The cost of living is ridiculous. I remember rent prices. And it's been, it was so fast that we were expected to just move on and not process something really enormous happening. I mean, it was huge. And I think this really gives a chance to just go back to that really vulnerable, exciting time where it was all ending and just maybe take a chance to kind of take a breath, look at it, breathe a bit, laugh about it a bit, and hopefully just feel a bit more understood. And like Siobhan said, less lonely. We're, we're going into the era of when elbows were knocking, which was very strange. <laughs> so yeah just processing it and feeling less alone. Yes. Yes. Well, my final question for this first part is who do you hope have access to your show? And Imogen, I'm going to start with you first on that. Well, funnily enough, I'm, I've been focusing on a lot of the advertising. So I've been thinking about this constantly. Number one, queer communities. I mean, obviously, whenever you get a chance to be able to put out a queer piece of theatre, we want other people who, who identify to come in. This show, because the characters could go by any gender, me and Siobhan ended up casting mainly a bunch of women, which creates a lot of lesbian representation, which you don't always see that much out there. You know, there's bits, but it's not really like something you really notice. So I kind of love the fact that there's a bunch of lesbians and it's not even a commentary on the fact that they're gay. It's just, they just happen to be the characters. And the other group was people in their twenties because it's like, you know, it's a very affordable show. We kind of made sure it was kept that way and with like discount codes, etc. And we just, we, it's very much speaks to that age group and we want them to be able to come university students we're reaching out to you know young communities it's that age group i love it yes affordable theater we love it siobhan how about you who do you hope have access to the show imogen has covered our top and initial goal demographic that we knew this show was for this show is for the queer community reiterating what she said because of our casting experience we got a lot of lesbian and a lot of like maybe bi representation here so come on out you people i would say i would love to additionally see people who are creating other theater especially other queer companies that might see this cat this show cast differently cast with hopefully trans characters, hopefully cast with, you know, maybe some like male gay representation, just whatever 
creative interpretation they kind of falls on their ears they hear about this casting come and see this play because i think this play has other lives past our rendition of it again to go back to that title page that really speaks to me you know this this playwright just invited that like cis straight relationships be to a minimum in this play and i'd love to see this play reperformed by other companies that that are interested in giving it that life as well. On top of that, I want this cast friends and family to come see this show. I think they're doing fantastic work and I want those people to see it and I would love people who want to see some like fresh faces in the theater to come see this cast. I think they're doing amazing work. love to give our listeners a chance to get to know our guests a little bit better pick their brains if you will and i would love to start with our perennial first question which is what or who inspires you what playwrights or composers or shows have inspired you in the past or are just some of your favorites and shabong can i start with you first on that Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I always have trouble with this question because like my head explodes and I'm like Shakespeare. And I know we're both big Shakespeare nerds. I'll like go like more microscopic lens for this play, like who I thought about. So as I read the script, the first playwright that I think about is Carol Churchill. I thought a lot about Top Girls. Just once again, how kind of you read her lines and they hit your ear and you're like, this is not something a person would say. And then you get to the final production and you're like, that's, I say that. So I'm I'm hoping this play has a similar transformation. As we began staging, I thought a lot about the work at Bedlam Theater Company, which I like really, really admire what they do. They're so creative with their staging. They're so creative with their casting and like small casts creating a big feeling. They're really good at that. Also, Wolf Play, which was at Soho Rep, I guess last year at this point, was, was also fantastically inspirational in that way. They were just so creative in how they used their space and how they created characters. That is a fabulous list. Imogen, what about you? What are who inspires you? I'm unfortunately going to jump off what Siobhan said about us being Shakespeare nerds because I've been a humongous Shakespeare nerd since I was about 13 and that was a big inspiration for me getting into theatre. I think it was partly because I remember watching it for the first time at the Globe and you see this really dense text that sometimes feels totally inaccessible but the actors make sure they, they really make you understand it by just putting first communication and reaching them. And they they take extremes, They're, they take crazy choices and somehow you're so engaged despite, you know, at the Globe you, you stand there for like an hour and a half, two hours, but somehow you're just completely absorbed by what's going on on stage. And I think that was something that I found so amazing that, that you could take communication to that sort of level that you can reach all sorts of people. And Frantic Assembly, I remember watching Beautiful Burnout in when I was 17 and it was like, I am going to be an actor after this because it was just so creative. And I was just like, you create this entirely new world where you're stepping in from like watching them from afar to inside of their head. And I was just like, oh my gosh, theatre can create this 
whole entire world and you don't even need that much set necessary places like knee high they're just they use their bodies they use a chair they use whatever it is and I just love that it created this whole other world that you could create and access and bring people into and I've always found that super exciting so any of these theater companies as well that access this but of course you know also naturalism as one as well when you're like I I see I I see myself or I see others and I've I've been affected I remember at Playwrights Horizon watching right when I can't remember the name of it but just it's like a little breakthrough in my head um and I love that you have a little breakthrough yeah I love that list as well beautiful list both of you wonderful inspirations now, I know that we are quickly coming up on the opening of Friends and Lovers and Others, so I know you've been very busy with that, but have either of you had a chance to see any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? thing about it is I have watched theater recently, but it might not be on at the moment. I watched, well, if any, if you ever see Druid in town, I recently watched, what was it, the o- OKC trilogy? Yeah, it was wonderful communication great theatrical skills it was intense and though there is a play that I want to see it's the one that uh, Playwrights Horizon Stereophonic Stereophonic yeah I'm in the boat with you but I have heard that it is sold out of course it's I know I am but 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 I heard they added I think they added four more performances so double check Yes, really, really hope so because I want to catch that show. Oh, oh, Soho Playhouse, they always have great stuff. I go there a lot. I'll tell you what I'm excited to see, which is Arcadia Bedlam, which is running, I think, through the end of December. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that. And you had on, I believe, this company, Clutch Productions, The Inheritance of a Long Term Fault. That's just this weekend. So I, I've got to go tomorrow. Yes. I'll- wonderful suggestions across the board there's so much great theater happening and it's so hard to fit it all in (laughs) well let me ask the two of you what is your favorite part about working in the theater and Imogen can I start with you on that yeah yeah I mean something that's always attracted me to it is community I mean you meet the most wonderful vibrant people in the theater and I remember just it was you know you create a sense you know you create wonderful friendships and you come together as a like a family for productions and then it's always sad because you have to break that family away but then you can you always end up working with similar people again and I think I always love that and the other thing I thought was so wonderful about theatre was you enter somebody else's perspective while you watch them for however long it is an hour and a half and I always found it a great medium to be able to either reach people or myself be changed a bit and open up my points of view or see somebody else's life and I always it almost felt like sort of like a a gateway into different you know perspectives and I always appreciated that and loved the opportunity to be able to try take on a completely different person and try to offer their perspective and offer their life to an audience is wonderful. I love that. Siobhan, how about you? What is your favorite part about working in the theater? If I'm being completely honest, I love that it's not a desk job. I I love 
I mean, look, it's true. Like, it's not boring. I would be so bored doing anything else. And that's not to like, on those jobs, just like true for me. I love that it's not surgery. I love that it's not life and death, that it would be like highly unlikely, knock on wood, that I would kill anyone when I go to work at night. And I love, I love like Imogen, the people. I love like, I love forging a team in the arts world because you kind of just immediately learn and and know who you are connected to and who you work with and you you learn and, and then like the choice is there to keep working with them because that's the nature of this work it's not like you don't you don't have to accomplish this thing you are like accomplishing a goal that you want to accomplish and you you can do that with the people who you work well with absolutely a thousand percent agree we've now arrived at my favorite question to ask guests and that is what is your favorite theater memory? I actually have one popping in. It was my final year of drama school and I played this character that was definitely unhinged and also kind of, I loved her though. Like, you know, you find a way of loving them even if they're on, no matter what, you just kind of do. And I had this wonderful moment on stage. It was just after a murder, a very bloody one. That I did and I had to sing a very strange song that was classical and rap but I could feel the audience like following I could hear them following and it was that wonderful thing that you create a connection with a room of people and you realize that your storytelling is reaching them and it's this sort of like magic in the theater where you're all like oh we're all here together in the same space and thought process and it just really it did it felt heightened and lifted and exciting yeah that was a lovely memory I love that oh what a wonderful memory and what a wonderful experience that's wonderful Shabon what about you I'm also going to go back to college. I was helping my friend prepare his college thesis and it was like panic mode time. And one of the, one of the pieces we were going to perform in his thesis together was move on from Sunday in the park with George. And we were sitting on the BU shuttle bus going from the library back to theater school. And he was like panicking about his thesis and what it, what it was going to mean. And he just goes, I have nothing to say. And I was like, you have many things. And this is when, you know, if anyone knows that song, these are lyrics from that song. So when, when life becomes art. Oh, I love that too. Both of you, what beautiful memories to share. Those were so lovely. Thank you for sharing those with us today. Do either of you have any other projects or productions coming on the pipeline that we might be able to plug for you? Oh, yes. Next Minute is always churning up new stuff. We 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 get very overexcited. We have two short films that will come out soon. One of them, is it more like web series? We, we, we're still figuring that out. I don't know. We're figuring it out. Um, we have a, yeah. No, no, go ahead, Imogen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also have more theater coming actually very soon but we haven't announced it yet but tune in to next minute because it will be coming we're very excited very cool and that is a great lead into my final question which is if our listeners want more information about 
friends and lovers and others or about either of you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you or, or about Next Minute Productions, how can they do so? Please follow us on Instagram at Next Minute Productions or check out our website, nextminuteproductions.com. We have discount codes for this show that we would love to offer our listeners. So if you slide into our Next Minute DMs, we are happy to send you a discount code and you can find links to our like personal websites and personal Instagrams through Next Minute. Wonderful. Well, Imogen, Shabon, thank you both so, so much for taking the time to speak with me and share this incredible show. It sounds incredible. I'm excited about it. You should be very proud about this work that you've created. So thank you both so much for your time today. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for having us. It was, it's really exciting to be able to share it. Yeah, thanks so much for taking the time. My guests today have been the actress and producer Imogen Finlayson and the director and producer Shabon Carroll, who are both part of Next Minute Productions' presentation of Friends and Lovers and Others, playing December 6th through the 10th at The Tank. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting thetanknyc.org. You can also get a discount code for tickets by sending a message in their DMs, as the youths are saying. Check them out on Instagram at Next Minute Production. Send them a message. They'll be happy to send you back a discount code. But also follow Next Minute Productions there or check out their website, nextminuteproductions.com, to stay on top of all the many, many, many upcoming projects and productions they have coming on the pipeline. It's very, very exciting. I am sure we will be hearing a lot more from them. Hopefully they'll be coming back to share that with us. But for right now, Get your tickets for friends and lovers and others playing December 6th through the 10th. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater in the stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our brand new website for all things Stage Whisper and theater. You'll be able to find merchandise, tours, tickets, and more. Simply visit stagewhisperpod.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.